We're back and we are taking your questions. Myself and Michael McQuaid of Pro Football Ireland. We're brought to you by 88 Sport, the official betting partner of the National Football League in both Ireland and the UK. Michael, it is that time. Bring forth the questions and we will have answers. This might be the best moment of my week. Don't tell my wife that. Um, how you doing, Jeff? You good? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Doing good. Feeling funky fresh ahead of week six. I'm I'm excited. We have a we have a home game tomorrow, which is the 17th week of the season. Take a bye, then come back and play Montreal the 18th week, and then the Hold playoffs. On. Like playoffs. A, a week. A playoffs. week. 18 bye. Playoffs. Play playoffs. A, a week. 18 bye is very Canadian. Can I just put that out there and say that, or is that is that is that like? Like, no, you can say whatever you want, Mike. This is a free show. Why have you got a bye week like at the very end of the season? But then because you, you get three a year, and then you know, again, I don't. I'm not the commissioner of this league. I don't run the league. I just try and work here. I just try. I just try and get guys to line up right, do the right thing. Shout out to Brandon Wheels ninety four. What's, What's up, Wheels? Yes, sir. Fred says, "Sup, fellas." Fred, Fred. Are you be- are you better now? I gotta know because I was worried about you late in the week. I was really worried about you. He'll be Fred, all right. He'll first be. question: Fred Flunk says, "Does Vance Joseph make it to Thanksgiving?" I believe so. I can't see him making a change before Thanksgiving, but certainly, especially now that they've gotten rid of a couple old veterans that didn't produce well, I think that he that'll give him a little sense of you know uh, a little bit of life, and hopefully the Broncos will continue to pick it up on on defense i vance joseph is one of my ex-players so it's hard for me to watch one of my ex-players go well through what's going through let, let me be unbiased then I'm, I'm, I'm joking jeff i'll just I'll, I'll say it how it is if vance joseph can survive a 70 point if, like you know if, if, if the broncos concede 70 points in the game and he, he makes it through that he's not going anywhere to at least black monday and the entire team is a mess there will be a rebuild. If this is like the circle of life, I hear this every year now. No, you know, but but it's that's pro sports. That's that's pro football, and I think Vance understands that. And you know, here's what here's what's interesting, Mike. We're at week six. Yeah. Let me give a little inside in information to the fans out there. Here's what starts to happen at places like Denver. All of a mm. sudden, office doors are shut, and there's all these whispering conversations on the phone where. A guy picks up the phone and he's talking like this. And, you know, all of that stuff starts to happen. Guys start looking for, you know, their their parachute, looking for their way out, looking for the next job, all of that kind of stuff. And it turns into, it can turn into, it doesn't always turn into, but it can turn into a real, real shit show. And I hope that that's not going to be the case in Denver. Another one of my ex-players, Chris Banjo, is the assistant special teams coach there. And those guys got to be dying because, you know, the hours you put in, the work you put in, all of it, and to not be rewarded at least a little bit is it it takes your soul. Yeah. Well, it's been eight years, and I'm tired, so I I, I don't have the heart to talk about them anymore, and that's how I feel about it. Unfortunately, I, I don't. I don't. Like we're, we're we're recording this on Thursday night, and as Frank Clark said, it's not a rivalry whenever 
one team sucks. I have no want to watch first night football, and I wanted to watch the Commanders against the Bears last week. This is where I am at. But Jeff, your girl's going to the game. Taylor, Tay Tay. Anyway. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought we were sworn off her. I haven't said her name. I said her first name. I could be saying anyone. Like maybe I've got a cat called Taylor. I don't know. Swiftly moving on. Uh, Gur, good evening, lads. A question to you both. I see it's likely Judy will be traded before the deadline. Are there any blockbuster trades you think could happen or would like to see? I'll, I'll, I'll foolishly go first because Jeff will give better analysis, more detailed analysis than me. Gur or Jer, I think, mate, that you know, th- this whole talk around Jerry Judy, if you actually look at his stats over the last three years, what exactly is Jerry do Jerry Judy? What exactly is Jerry Judy Dunbar handling games? Like this has happened for the last two years where there's been a conversation every year about Jerry Judy. Oh, he, he might be traded. He might go. Oh, he's liking tweets. He's following teams. He followed 15 players from the Carolina Panthers this week. Get rid. But certainly for me, what's what's the value going to be? It's not going to be high anyway. Like, I mean, Jeff, what, what would you offer for Jerry Judy at the minute? A third? No, not initially I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So... <laughs> Get rid of him if you want. But this is the guy that came into Denver from such a high pedigree at college football. One of the lowest test scores. You know, academically, one of the lowest test scores in the history of guys that got drafted. Now, I must say, there's nothing wrong with that. But clearly, clearly, Jerry Judy has not performed. So what's to say he's going to perform at a different team just because they've got a better quarterback? They brought in Russell Wilson. It hasn't worked. I'm sick of Judy. I, I want him out. Hopefully he goes. Well, you know, there's a thing called subtraction or addition by subtraction, right? And I think that's where the Broncos are with Jerry Judy right now. You mentioned some things that are that that you know are factors in this whole thing, but the reality is the reality always. And this is a high performance industry. It's a production based business, right? Now, a team like Carolina is looking for a hit, looking for they need a number one, right? They need somebody to come in and be a number one. They've got too many guys that are twos and threes and no number one. So here's the guy that you might be able to get in a trade in the middle of the season for what will probably not be very much, right? And you can take a flyer at him, right? And if he, and if he comes in and he's the same guy that you saw on tape at Alabama, then you then, then you hit big. If he's not in another year, you cut in and you move on, right? But I, I yeah. certainly I certainly wouldn't give beyond a fifth for him unless unless they just don't want him in the building. Unless there's something else that's and this can happen that he's alienated so many people in the building they'd rather have him away from the team, and even if you get a fifth rounder. It's the chase. It's the chase Claypool trade. One more time, right? Wow! Oh my God, you're a genius, and you're not looking at the YouTube comments. This is this is incredible. Very quickly before Chase Claypool, Jeff, I'm all good. Coach, rough couple of days earlier in the week. We go again. That's from Fred. Before I put this comment up, Jeff's on tour. L i n k t r dot e e slash Reinbold link tree basically slash Reinbold, but the dot e e at the end tree. You're a genius, Jeff. Brandon Wheels. What's your thoughts 
on a surprise trade by the Dolphins on Chase Claypool. Not a position of need, and character concerns are a worry. However, he gives us something different and a red zone target with his height. Do you feel, Jeff, that Chase Claypool is going to resurrect his career in Miami? No, I don't. I really don't. Not until he resurrects his attitude and resurrects his hungerness and his love for football, right? What I saw on, what I saw on tape, and, and I don't mind saying this, was embarrassing in, in Chicago. His lack of effort, his lack of toughness, you know, those are indicative of – so I think that, you know, like when I watched him play on tape, I said there's something ab- absolutely wrong with the kid. That's not the kid that came out of Notre Dame a couple of years ago. That's not the kid that played with such joy as a rookie in Pittsburgh, right? So I don't know what's going on with him, but it's that's not that guy. Now, when you look at what the Dolphins gave up to get him, next to nothing, right? So you're taking a chance. If he doesn't show up or if he doesn't – if he doesn't – come in and, and, you know, toe the line and do what you want him to do and become a player, and he's that same guy that we saw in Chicago, you cut it. You get rid of it, right? The key is with guys like this, Mike, your locker room has to be strong enough to take them on, right? Because if that if, if he's that guy that we saw in Chicago in Miami, he'll become a distraction really quickly, really quickly. Mm-hmm. And just as quickly, they got to get his ass out of there, if that's the case. But I will tell you, he is, he has the pedigree. He's done enough to deserve what the, what the Dolphins are doing, which is give up nothing to get him, kick the tires and see if he's got a life in him. And if he does, or if there's a problem you can help him fix, then you've got a player. If not, you move on. It's a weird one because I, I was a real, really, really big fan of him whenever he was in Pittsburgh. And you, you looked at how he played also in Notre Dame. He was fantastic in Notre Dame. I'd love to see him turn it around, but I, I've been concerned about his attitude. And I feel that if you've lost that, you've lost everything. You know, and it's very, very difficult to see how he can pick that up. But I tell you what, Jeff, if he can't pick it up in Miami, he's never going to pick it up anywhere, my friend. And um, Clive from London, Clive, maybe see you on Sunday, mate. Get us, uh, bring us a cup of tea. If, you, if you're around the stadium, uh, at what time do owners slash GMs of 0 and 5 or 1 and 4 teams, Jeff, start thinking about next season and draft positioning, etc.? Right now? Well, let, let me. This is a great question by Clive. And Clive, this is the way it should work. Your general manager, your personnel people, your capologists, even your coaching staff should already be thinking about next year, right? You've got to continually plan and build for your future. You're winning. You're you're playing today. You're competing today. Hopefully you're winning today. But if you don't have an eye on the future and all of those things that you talk about, right? They're already, the, the scouts are out going to colleges every week, right? They're watching college games. They're gathering information. They're getting film. It's, I mean, they're evaluating. They're starting to stack boards. They're starting to, they say, this is my top hundred. This is my top 200. And so it's a never ending process going forward. Now, is there a greater sense of urgency at an 0 and 5 or a 1 and 14? Maybe, maybe, but at the great organizations, they always have an eye on the future. Great question from, from Clive. Clive, thank you very much question. for your question. Uh, your guy, Matthew Taggart. Hey, guys. 
Tomorrow I'm heading stateside for the first time. I'm going to the Eagles Dolphins game next Sunday. Enjoy it, mate. Send some pictures. Uh, question: When do the Cowboys relook at the quarterback spot? Should Lance be given a chance? I think Trey Lance could end up somewhere else soon for draft capital by desperate teams. What do you well, think, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, there, there's there just aren't enough quarterbacks. We talk about that all the time. You know, you got 32 teams and there aren't 32, you know, franchise quarterbacks. Is Trey? You know, I mean, is you know, is he a? Is Trey Lance a? franchise quarterback i don't think so i don't think there's any indication that he is based upon the small body of work that we have but the cowboys have something valuable which is a guy that people thought enough about to draft in the first round and you know it didn't work in san francisco will it work in dallas i don't know i can't tell you that but they they see him every day they're in the building with him they watch how he prepares they watch how he takes care of himself they watch all those things And I think it's important that fans understand at this point in the season, the Cowboys aren't just going to roll him out there, you know, like it's a workout, like it's some sort of tryout, right? They're trying to win football games and get in the playoffs and and get to the Super Bowl. So right now they know that Dak Prescott gives them the best chance that they got. Now that's right now, but in the future, we'll see. I think really, and and Matt, that's a great question. Do this favor for us, Matt. When you do get to the game, send us a picture of you at the game so we can get it up on the show. Because again, whenever the tribe is out at NFL games, shower us with pictures because we'll we'll get your we'll get your picture on our Twitter page. And again, we can all talk about how much fun you had while you were back there watching the Eagles and the Dolphins. All right. You'll there. also be in Dundalk. Ha! Bombay. Looking forward to that. Uh, Dundalk, I think he's from the area around there. So, yeah, Dundalk's, like, Dundalk is a, a, a small area, but I think even if we had 50 or 60 that night, Jeff, it'd be great crack, great venue, like stage, the works, bar, everything. Very excited for that. So uh, you'll love it, Jeff. You can stay in Nuri that night. Uh, Jer is saying Chase Claypool is Mario Balotelli. Do, do, do you know what that means, Jeff? Yes, I do know what that means. I, you know, I think that's an interesting that's an interesting uh, comparison because Balotelli was that young guy with all that flair and all that passion for the game. Why always me? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, it's it's interesting. I talked to a friend of mine the other day who is a big follower of the Italian league, and I asked him about Balotelli, and he said he's playing in like the third division now or something, which is you know kind of sad, but that's he's what playing happened. Playing in Turkey. Yeah, the game the game waits for nobody. Clive Underhill says, "Thanks for the answer, fellas. Would love to be there Sunday, but tickets too rich for me, unfortunately." I understand, Clive. So if you can't get it on on live, get it on Sky Sports NFL. I have a spare ticket, Clive. A guy from Ireland can't go. It's face value. It's ninety euro. If you need it, DM me. Fierce there you value. go, Clive. There you go. There you go. Right, we're we're, we're going to wrap up in a couple of minutes. Uh, David Jackson, guys. I'm also going to the U.S. for Halloween. Uh, thanks for your question, David, or just your point. I'll be in New York for the Jets-Giants game. Ticketmaster is $250 a ticket. Is that normal pricing? David, wait until two or three days before. If you want to hit us up, hit me up on social if you want, and we'll try and help. Um, what are you, people ticket are broker? Huh? What are you, all of a sudden, a ticket no, broker? No, I'm saying, like, for, like for, for advice or for help, I'm saying, like, I would say just 
give it a few days beforehand. So for example, what we've done before is when we when we've had the games in the States is we would create like a seat geek account, S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K. And you can put your postcode or zip code, like even if you're in the UK or Ireland, your air code, and you can put it as your billing address, even with a zip code in the States, or you can give a random zip code with your UK or Irish address and it still works. So you get tickets for a lot cheaper. Um, I would not pay 250 quid to see Daniel Jones. <laughs> and I think that's it. Thank you, Clive, also for that. Yeah, thank you. Let, let's see what we can do. Jeff, any any final thoughts? You flipped out of a New England there, mate. You flipped no, out of you. you. No, I didn't flip out. You flipped <laughs> out, right? I just I just tried to bring some reality back into your life. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, I tell you what, thank you for everybody that sent in questions, everybody that listened, everybody that gave us a like. And remember to gamble responsibly. But if you're going to gamble, gamble at 88 Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in both Ireland and the UK. And one more thing, Mike. One more thing. Yeah. All I can say is. Go Ireland, win the World Cup. Well, it's the quarterfinal on Saturday night, but yes, I agree. Please, God, um, let's see what happens, Jeff. Let's see what happens. I'll see you on Monday night. It's Monday. It's Lunes. I'm, I'm very excited for the rally. That's a hell of a Monday night football game. Appreciate the picks. Appreciate your support, Jeff. Can't wait to have you over here again, and I will certainly say hello to the Sky team this weekend. If you're not in Tottenham, do watch Sky coverage if you can, folks. This guy right here will be joining it very soon. And get your tickets for our Irish tour dates. We are going to have some fun. And UK. And and UK. Yes. Right, Jeff. Say mahalo. Good night. Song of all. All Mahalo and aloha. 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 Aloha.